Hello, how are you? I am really excited to be recording this introductory episode to It Start to the Click. I am Olivia, I am a fashion photographer and I live in Cornwall in the UK. I'm originally from Switzerland and I'm going to give you a little bit of an introduction today to this podcast, what it's going to be about, a little bit about me and yeah, what you can expect. I am really, really excited to be launching this. So before we jump into all about what It Starts With A Click is going to be about, although you probably know because it says in the title that it's going to be a fashion photography podcast, but regarding that, I thought it'd be important to give you all a little introduction to me and who I am So let's jump into that. So as I said in the intro just a second ago, my name is Olivia, I'm a fashion photographer, I live in Cornwall, and I have been camera in hand since I was about 15. I discovered the website Flickr at 15 years old, so like 2008 I think it was, Um, and I was obsessed. I was studying art at school at the time, and I'd never ever really considered photography as a form of like art before. It never occurred to me, we weren't taught it at school, so I just never seen it before. And when I was doing research one day for one of my art projects, I stumbled on an image on Flickr and I looked into who took the image and it turned out it was a girl who was the same age as me and who just sort of taken it on her camera and posted it online. And I think I went down a rabbit hole that night of like all these other people who were the same age or similar age to me who were taking all these incredible pictures and posting them online and all commenting and like sharing with one another and giving each other feedback and making friends. And I was obsessed. I was like, oh my God, where has this been my entire life? So very quickly, I ran around the house and found the DSLR camera that my dad had bought a couple of maybe a year or two earlier and I stole it. (laughs) It was a Nikon D80. So uh, I've still got this camera actually, it's sitting on a shelf behind me and I used that camera to teach myself everything. I think I spent hours and hours on the internet, watching YouTube videos, reading articles, speaking to other people, just learning how to use a camera and I taught myself how to shoot manually, I taught myself all about different lenses And before I knew it, I mean, I was completely hooked and all I ever wanted to ask for for like Christmas and birthdays and anything else, I was just asking for camera equipment, camera lenses, tripods, anything to do with cameras, I was obsessed. Um, Fast forward to graduation when I finished school, I went on to study fashion photography for three years Um, and to give you a bit of background on the fashion side of me, I have been sort of obsessed with fashion and clothes probably since about the age of 13. I, my mum actually brought home for me when I was sick once my very first copy of Teen Vogue and I think I was maybe 
13 and that sparked a real love for magazines and fashion and and clothes and then I began to experiment with my own outfits and I mean I think from the age of about 15 to 18 I must have worn high heels every other day to school I one of my favorite parts of my day was waking up and choosing my outfit for the day it was not unusual for me to go out for breakfast in one outfit go back into my room and come out in a completely different outfit and my dad would be like what are you doing but I just I loved fashion and I loved playing around with my outfits so when I wanted to go and study photography I had already got it into my head that I wanted to be a fashion photographer. So when a course came up at Falmouth University that was dedicated to fashion photography, I, I knew that was what I wanted to do. So I applied, I got in, and I did my three-year bachelor's degree. Um, and, you know, the topic of university and photography is a whole other ball game, and I'm not going to go into that today. But I had a great time. I absolutely loved my degree, I loved the friends I made, they are some of the most incredible people and are all very talented and we're all very close and it was amazing three years and I learned loads and then in that time while I was at university I also um, co-founded a magazine with one of my best friends Megan Bruckelman who you will hear from on this podcast very soon Uh, and we co-founded Atlas magazine If you've never heard of Atlas, Atlas is a submission-based fashion photography magazine. So we take submissions from anyone in the whole world who wants to send their photography in to be sort of analysed and looked at. And if it suits the magazine, we publish it in the magazine. Um... There's a whole story behind Atlas and it's a whole sort of other part of my life which I'm going to go into a lot of detail in on other episodes and I'm going to be talking to Megan about that as well. So I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about Atlas today but I put my heart and soul into that magazine for about five years. I'm not working on it at the moment but I'm very much sort of still a part of the conversation and Megan is fully in charge of Atlas at the moment and doing an amazing job. So we'll get back to the topic of Atlas another day. (laughs) Um, So in terms of my photography career, obviously you know I studied my degree in fashion photography, but what you don't know is that after my degree I actually put down the camera for about uh, up to two years I'd say. I I felt very burnt out from photography after my degree, possibly because of like having to sit with briefs um, or maybe the pressure of having to meet deadlines. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just an age thing, but I just did not have any desire to shoot at all for two years. And it was terrifying because my entire life up to that point had been defined as Olivia, the fashion photographer. So to have no desire to shoot anything after finishing a degree in fashion photography was pretty scary, but I gave myself the time to not do it. I basically put the camera down, I picked it up for work, I worked part-time at little like jobs here and there, but I pretty much didn't shoot for two years 
And that was a great decision because if I had forced myself, I don't think I would be here right now. So I put down the camera for two years and then one day, very randomly, I think it was in 2016, the end of 2016, I stumbled on a blog by a photographer whose work I had really loved for a long time but I hadn't looked at in a lot of detail for a while and I was scrolling through and I just got an absolute wash of inspiration over my entire body. I was just so fired up, so inspired, I was like, oh my god, I want to do that. I want to take pictures like that. So I spent all night, <laughs> kind of like I did the first time round when I discovered Flickr, um, I was on Pinterest this time, just making a pin board and pinning the life out of me of images that I loved. And I think I realized at that moment that possibly what had stopped me from wanting to shoot while I was at uni was that I was really trying to fit into a certain mold. I was trying to shoot images that I thought my tutors wanted me to shoot, that I thought my peers would like more. I wasn't really shooting images that I wanted to shoot. So when I looked at this pinboard of images that I was inspired by, I was like, okay, well, I, I never shot anything like this at uni. So I'm not at uni anymore. I have an opportunity to try something completely new. I took all those ideas that I gathered in that sort of Pinterest board phenomenon night and I put a shoot together. I found a little team. I found uh, a designer to work with. I got a model and we shot. And honestly, that day... I, will, I won't forget that day ever because it was the first time that I left a shoot and I thought, this is it. I found my thing. I want to do this forever. And that led to me basically where I am now. I, I never have put down the camera since because I've remained very in tune to what it is that I want to create. There is a whole other tangent to this, and I'm going to go into that now, is that obviously I studied fashion photography, and I was super inspired by fashion photography, I still am, I always was, I always will be, but I, when I finished uni, I decided to stay and live in Falmouth in Cornwall, which is where I still live right now, but if you know anything about the UK you will know that Cornwall is at the very southwestern tip of the country. So it's very far away from pretty much everywhere and especially very far from London. I live roughly five hours car ride from London. There is a plane, but it's very complicated to get on and it's often, often delayed and often very expensive. So there's either train, car or plane, you can get there, but it's complicated to get to London and I think throughout uni everyone had always kind of batted into our heads that if you want to be successful as a fashion photographer you need to live in London so I kind of had this subconscious belief that I loved shooting fashion but I would never make a living from shooting fashion so I looked around and I looked at what everyone else was doing and there is a massive wedding photography industry in Cornwall. It's a very beautiful area. I am surrounded by the sea. 
there are large moors, there are coastal paths. It's one of the most beautiful areas of the country and I'm super lucky to live here and very inspired by the landscape. However, that doesn't lend itself well to being close to London. Um, So that kind of means that there's a large interest in people getting married down here, which is great and wonderful for the county and wonderful for the industry. So what I decided to do was start shooting weddings and then shoot fashion for fun. I was I decided that my business was going to be I'm going to make my money through wedding photography and I'm going to fulfill my passion through fashion photography. And I was hell-bent that that was going to work. I spent a year and a half marketing myself, building a business as a wedding photographer and still shooting more fashiony stuff on the side. Um, And if you know anything about wedding photography, you know that it can take a little while to kind of get those first bookings. So even though I was saying I was a wedding photographer, I didn't actually shoot my first real wedding until about a year into this process. So there I was already excited. I've got my wedding. I'm going to go and shoot it. And first off, I was up all night with a panic attack the night before that first wedding because I was so nervous and I guess something inside me was really screaming that you've done the wrong thing. So I didn't feel my best anyway. And then I went to the wedding and I was like, okay, this is going to be fine. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy this. And I genuinely got to the end of the day and I was like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Don't get me wrong. Like it was a wonderful day. Everyone was lovely everything was beautiful, I genuinely got some nice images, but it didn't feel right, something was screaming in me, literally telling me the night before, that this is not what you are meant to do, so as you can imagine, I went home feeling quite deflated, I had spent so long working really hard like making this wedding photography business work. I had all these plans. I had booked quite a lot of weddings for that first year and I had a whole summer to go of weddings. Um, So I genuinely spent about two weeks feeling like utter crap and questioning all my life choices and wondering what the hell I was going to do. And then I was on the like Facebook messenger one day with my friend sort of talking about the fact that I'd made a mistake, that I didn't want to be a wedding photographer, that I was going to change my mind, and I didn't know what I was going to do. All I knew was that I wanted to shoot fashion and shoot content for brands. Another thing about me is that I am really interested in business and in marketing. I love anything to do with social media, I love anything to do with blogging, Um, editorial, I love all that sort of stuff and I I get really geeky about it. So I knew a fair bit about brands needing imagery for their social media. So on a complete whim, I decided I was going to send an email to a brand um, that I had previously been in touch with once and pitch them an idea for a shoot. Thinking back to this now, I realise how ballsy that might sound, but I was really just 
desperate and my I think I was almost on like a I'm not thinking about it I'm just gonna go for it kind of vibe so I put this quick mood board together I sent them the contact I had an email and within five minutes I got a reply saying awesome let's do it and I I couldn't believe it I was like hang on I've just sent one email asking one thing basically just to do a free photo shoot in exchange for some clothes and they said yes (laughs) so I was like well if I've done this with this brand surely I can do this with other brands too and that was the start of where I am now and where I will continue to go well forever I guess um And so that pitch changed my life. And that pitch email showed me that there is a whole world of work out there for photographers. And no matter where we are based, no matter where we live, no matter how old we are or any of that stuff, it's possible. So I kind of within about maybe two weeks took down anything to do with weddings (laughs) on my website. Don't worry, I shot all the weddings I had booked and they were all wonderful and lovely and I, you know, I have so much love for everyone who trusted me to photograph their days. They were beautiful and incredible and I learned loads from that process but so I took everything down and I decided I was gonna rebrand my entire business as a fashion and content creating photographer. And that's still what I'm doing now. I went on to work with brands like Jules, uh, recently worked with Bowdoin, I've worked with Barber, I've done a lot of ongoing work with Crew Clothing, White Stuff, Weird Fish, all sorts of brands. And my mission at the moment is to teach fashion photographers like you how to do the very same thing no matter where you live in the world. I'm really, really excited about this podcast because this is going to be a chance for me to share a lot more about what I've learned in the past two years and help you to get to the next level. So that's kind of my story up until now. There's probably way more and stuff I've forgotten because I'm kind of just going with this, going with the flow. It's a little bit, I've written a little bit of a basis for myself, but I'm not not really following it. I'm not going to lie. So what is this podcast going to be about? If you are an old time listener, (laughs) you might have noticed that there are some old episodes of a different podcast in this kind of like podcast section. Obviously I've renamed it, so it's now called It Starts With A Click. Thank you mama for coming up with a name. Um, I used to have a podcast called You're Not The Boss Of Me, which was a much more all-rounded kind of business podcast as a whole. And those episodes are gonna stay there because I do believe that they are just as relevant and just as valuable to any fashion photographer. And also because I think that people are still finding them and listening to them and I want them to stay there because there are some great conversations there and I did a whole interview season and a whole solo episode season but from now on 
the podcast is going to be called It Starts With A Click. And if you are an old listener of You're Not The Boss Of Me and you're a bit confused, this is now going to be a fashion photography podcast. So no hard feelings if you want to unsubscribe. I will not mind at all. So what can you expect from It Starts With A Click? I want this to be a very helpful podcast to you all. I want you to be able to listen to this podcast and come away with actionable, helpful tips that you can start and implement in your business pretty much right away. There are other fashion photography podcasts and some of them are brilliant. Um, The reason that I am doing this is because I want to approach this from a much more all-rounded business point of view. This is not going to be a place where I only interview fashion photographers about their careers. I want to bring on people like web designers and magazine editors and financial experts and many more things who might have nothing to do with fashion photography in the day-to-day, but will definitely have a lot to teach you in terms of the business side of things. And the reason I'm doing this is because as fashion photographers, we are running businesses. We need to look beyond just our art and and learn about business as a whole in order for our businesses to be successful. I account a lot of my success so far from the fact that I've spent a lot of time, in fact, the majority of my time, learning about business from the outside of photography. So I've learned stuff from people who are marketing experts, people who are graphic designers, people who are writers, copywriters, coaches. I've learned all of this stuff about from different businesses entirely and I want you to learn the same things because I genuinely think that that is how fashion photographers and photographers in general become successful. So I'm going to be doing regular solo shows where I come on and sort of chat to you about topics that I think are important or I think I know a thing or two about. And then I've also got plans for lots of interview shows. So there are going to be interviews with fashion photographers. I've already recorded a few and I will continue to be recording some as you listen to this and as we go. Um, And then I'm also doing, as I said, interviews with people who aren't necessarily photographers, but who I think have a lot that they can teach you. So where is the best place to come and hang out to learn more about the podcast, to stay in touch? I have a Facebook group on Facebook (laughs) called Fashion Photography with Olivia Bossert and if you come and join we're a little community at the moment it's a closed group it's really friendly it's absolutely wonderful at the moment because everyone is really like helpful and it's a really lovely community so if you want to come and join the group feel free it is Fashion Photography with Olivia Bossert if you search for that in Facebook that will come up. If not, I am going to include a link in the show notes. So just like head on to the app on your phone and like find where the description part of this podcast is and there should be a link in there. You can also come and follow me on Instagram at Olivia Bossert. This is where I'll be sharing. I share a lot of behind the scenes. I talk a lot on Instagram stories about like the day-to-day and my business and I share a lot behind the scenes. Um, 
you can or again find the link to that in the bio in the show notes sorry I'm getting tongue twisted um if you have any questions or anything that you think that you would like me to cover or if you have any photographers or guests that you think I should have on please let me know you can either come and tell me over in the Facebook group or message me on Instagram or you can send me an email my email is info at oliviabossert.com um and as well as all of those like places to come and hang out with me, I have a bunch of amazing free resources that you can get immediate access to from my website. The resources include a free in-depth ebook on how to use Instagram and Pinterest to market your fashion photography business. I have an email pitching template, so like word for word how I email brands that I want to work with. It's got fill in the blanks, really easy to use. You can adapt it to your own business, but that is in there. There's a list of all the gear I use because whether we're into it or not, I think everyone likes to see what everyone is using to shoot with. Um, and there's also a whole big plan on how to, sh- um, a whole big checklist on how to plan a photo shoot from start to finish and there's loads of other things as well so that is just one of a couple of the things there's loads more there is also something completely separate which is a free five-part free pitching course um, which you can sign up to over at www.oliviabossett.com free dash pitching dash course <laughs> i had to think about that for a second Um, This is a five-part little mini course which you receive in your emails um, every three days and it literally walks you through how to find the brands you want to pitch to, how to write your emails, how to follow up, how to feel confident to do it, loads of other stuff um, and it's entirely free so if you want to sign up to that and you feel like you want to start taking your fashion photography business to the next level, please feel free to go and sign up to that. I would absolutely love you to listen, uh, to read that and join in. Uh, okay, I think that's enough for me. That is a little bit about me, about the podcast, about what to expect. Um, and I'm really excited about this new journey and I really hope that you are excited to hear more from the podcast again come and say hey come follow me on instagram let me know what you think and i can't wait to get this show on the road i will see you in the next episode very soon bye